21 years into his nearly 50-year sentence, the graying man steps inside his stark cell in the largest federal prison complex in America. He wears special medical boots because of a foot condition that makes walking feel as if he's stepping on a needle. He has undergone tests for a suspected heart condition and sometimes experiences vertigo. I get dizzy sometimes when I'm walking, says the 63-year-old inmate, Bruce Harrison. One time, I just couldn't get up. In 1994, Harrison and other members of the motorcycle group he belonged to were caught up in a drug sting by undercover federal agents, who asked them to move huge volumes of cocaine and marijuana. After taking the job, making several runs, and each collecting $1,000, Harrison and the others were arrested and later convicted. When their sentences were handed down, however, jurors objected. I am sincerely disheartened by the fact that these defendants, who participated in the staged offloads and transports, are looking at life in prison or decades at best, said one of several who wrote letters to the judge and prosecutor. In recent years, federal sentencing guidelines have been revised, resulting in less severe prison terms for low-level drug offenders. But Harrison, a decorated Vietnam War veteran remains one of tens of thousands of inmates who were convicted in the war on drugs of the 1980s and 1990s and who are still behind bars. Harsh sentencing policies, including mandatory minimums, continue to have lasting consequences for inmates and the nation's prison system. Today, prisoners 50 and older represent the fastest-growing population in crowded federal correctional facilities, their ranks having swelled by 25% to nearly 31,000 from 2009 to 2013. Some prisons have needed to set up geriatric wards, while others have effectively been turned into convalescent homes. The aging of the prison population is driving health care costs being borne by American taxpayers. The Bureau of Prisons saw health care expenses for inmates increase 55% from 2006 to 2013 when it spent more than $1 billion. That figure is nearly equal to the entire budget of the U.S. Marshals Service or the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, according to the Justice Department's Inspector General, who is conducting a review of the impact of the aging inmate population on prison activities, housing, and costs. Our federal prisons are starting to resemble nursing homes surrounded with razor wire, said Julie Stewart, president and founder of Families Against Mandatory Minimums. It makes no sense fiscally or from the perspective of human compassion to incarcerate men and women who pose no threat to public safety and have long since paid for their crime. We need to repeal the absurd mandatory minimum sentences that keep them there. America's Aging Federal Inmates While the younger segment of the federal inmate population has shrunk in the past 15 years, groups aged 35 and older all saw increases. In 2014, inmates 55 and older accounted for 10.6% of the population, 
an increase from 6.4% in 2000. The Obama administration is trying to overhaul the criminal justice system by allowing prisoners who meet certain criteria to be released early through clemency and urging prosecutors to reserve the most severe drug charges for serious, high-level offenders. At the same time, the U.S. Sentencing Commission, an independent agency, has made tens of thousands of incarcerated drug offenders eligible for reduced sentences.